Welcome to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. I'm Sarah. And I'm Gabby. And we are two first-year physical therapy students sharing our grad school experiences to help PT students around the world. Embark on this journey with us as we navigate through the insanity of physical therapy school together. Are you struggling financially in PT school? Are you a PT student struggling to find scholarships? Not enough scholarships offered at your school. We have started the Gratitude Scholarship for PT students, no matter what year, no matter what school you guys can apply. We are raising $5,000. You can check out our GoFundMe link in the description and you can donate, apply, whatever, check it out. We are so excited to be giving this away in the summer of 2019 for our very first time. If you're enrolled in the summer of 2019, interested in applying for the scholarship, you can submit a video no longer than two minutes answering these two questions. What is your vision of physical therapy in the future? And what are you doing outside of the classroom as a PT student? If you answer these two questions and email us the video and submit it before May 1st, then you will be eligible for the scholarship. So check it out, guys. Definitely worth applying. It doesn't take long. We look forward to hearing all your submissions. Thank you. In today's episode, we have Justin, who has Lift for Change, and he is a third-year PT student at Azusa Pacific University. So Justin is a third year at Azusa Pacific University, and we, in today's episode, we talk about how he founded Lift for Change as a first-year PT student, uh, the future of Lift for Change, how he got into PT school, his very windy road to PT school, but super fascinating and I think quite inspiring for those of you who didn't necessarily have a traditional transition into PT school. Um, and we talk about having a side hustle in PT school like he does with personal training. We hope you guys enjoy this episode with Justin. So welcome back to another episode of Gratitude, guys. Today we have a very special guest, another student. Welcome, Justin. How are you today? I'm very, 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 very good. <laughs> I'm excited to be here to share, share a little bit about whatever uh, you guys are interested in. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And we're just so excited to have you on. We actually kind of like met first on YouTube. You have an amazing YouTube channel and you use like a lot of other things right now for Lift for Change. And we just want to hear more about what's going on in your student physical therapist world right now. Well, I started, you know, school. I'm a third year right now. And uh, I started school three years ago. And I started my brand, Lift for Change, as well. And so, you know, I just, the reason I wanted to do this is because I just saw a need. And I just, one of my passions is not only physical therapy, but it's also fitness. Uh, so weight loss, wellness, you know, health, nutrition, all that kinds of things, right? Exercise. And uh, I just saw a big gap where people wanted to get healthy, lose weight, didn't quite have that motivation. So people needed a coach. And I also saw a big gap on like people that are uh, patients and are really weak and they want to get really strong. But after they're done with their sessions at, or sorry, their treatments and insurance doesn't pay anymore, now what, right? So I kind of wanted to bridge that gap between having someone who was technic or kind of broken, right, from being in physical therapy 
to emerging and becoming someone even greater than they thought they can ever be before, right? So that's kind of my vision of what I wanted Lift for Change to go to. And then so I did challenges and things like that, and I've been consistent with them. Yeah, I think it's just, it was trying to balance school, obviously, because that was really hard. But also, you know, just have an outlet where I can have a creative outlet on using Lift for Change to just for a breath of fresh air. Yeah, that's awesome, too. And especially since you you started Lift for Change, did you say in your first year of PT school? Correct. So how is that adjusting to PT school and then also starting this? I don't know when you had your very first challenge set up. Mm-hmm. Um, it was... It was definitely a challenge where, um, you know, time management was key. And it's like, obviously, school and in the, in the beginning, you're doing your anatomy and you're doing a bunch of core classes. You're like, how the heck do you have time to do and make a brand uh, and start a business and do this challenge? You know, to me, it was fun. So, you know, everyone, like you have time. You know, people do what they can to relax. So some of you might watch some Netflix, right? Some of you wa- might watch a bird box movie <laughs> or some of you like to exercise. So for me, putting my energy in that along with like staying fit and exercising, that was my like, that's how I rested. And so I guess my personality is kind of the type where I just need to, I need to keep doing something. Otherwise I feel like I'm kind of wasting, you know? But yeah, so I think it was nice because it was just perfect where I could rest and work on something uh, and be efficient with my time and then also study and then be really good about, all right, I have only 30 minutes to an hour. I got to get this done. I think a lot of PT students don't realize that too. Like you can definitely build a brand, build a business, whatever you want to do during PT school. Like, don't feel limited because you're in PT school. I think that's honestly sometimes the best time to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Just like you're doing this podcast, you know, um, I'm all for entrepreneurs and even better if they're DPT students because we can all uh, understand each other on what the rigor of what we're going through. And, uh, you know, just we can relate on such deeper levels, kind of having this community of uh, entrepreneurs and like DPTs, you know. Yeah, definitely. yeah, yes. Yeah, I was gonna say for short. Now, if you want to go into your journey to PT school, we would love to hear how you got involved in the profession and what sparked your interest. So I guess, I guess it all started when I was really young and in middle school when I started exercising. And I was always into fitness or exercise. Like you can ask anybody that knew me, like they're like, oh, yeah, Justin, he's always at the gym you know, or Justin, like, he's always working out. Like, I was like, I was like the meathead, you know? <laughs> and so I just kind of channel, channeled all of that and just made it into a more direct, like, okay, I can help people with my bachelor's or whatever, just get a certification and help people because that's always the intention, right? As, as PTs, we, we want to help. We want to serve others. So how could I take that to the next level? How could I serve my patients or how can I serve the community on a deeper level? And I said, in order to do that, I have to invest in myself. And that means spending time and investing in a higher degree. So that's where I saw where the DPT could take me. And I realized how much more uh, potential opportunities, how much more uh, like vast of a uh, population I could impact versus just having like, 
my bachelor's, you know? And I think it's just, it's just an opportunity for me to just give back in a uh, greater degree as much as I can. So what undergrad or where did you go for undergrad and like what was the transition between undergrad and PT school? Yeah, so um, <laughs> so I have quite a journey um, and I, I guess it, we can save time for later for uh, story time. But long story short, I went to school at the University of the Pacific and I went, at, went in as an athletic training major thinking uh, I want to train athletes. Didn't know that that's not really what they do. So I dropped out. Right. And then I said, I'm going to work. And then so I worked as a EMT for the ambulance. And then I was like, hey, um, okay, this is cool, but firefighter seems cooler. So I was like, all right, I'm going to work towards that. So then I applied and then I got in as a wildland firefighter in Oregon. Started working there. And then I was in college in and out. And then I didn't really quite commit, commit to a college yet. And then uh, I heard of online classes at Azusa Pacific Online University. So I just applied there. And then uh, one of the coaches there were really there to mentor me, even when I didn't want to be in school. Because, uh, yeah, I could say I'm a college dropout, you know. And I just wasn't ready. But it was because of his, his mentorship or his coaching, just the accountability that made me go to school and take that opportunity to go to Azusa Pacific. And then it turned out that they had a DPT program at the same school. So I said, all right. So I set my goals high and then I grinded, got into school under academic probation with the 2.0 in my undergrad. And then ever since then, I said, I'm going to go to DPT school, buckled down, studied my butt off and uh, only got A's and B's. So, wow. uh, yeah, I just, you know, I was just determined. I had my eyes focused. I know even though they're really small. Um, <laughs> and I just said, all right, we're going for it. And I, I just went, I just went all in. And I think, I think that's just, I think a lot of people these days have trouble going all in. And I, I think it's so important for us to realize like being in DPT school, if you're going to make that commitment, you better go all in because it costs a lot of money. First off, it's a huge commitment. And if you don't go all in, then it's like, you're just, you're wasting your time and then you're waste, you're like losing potential to serve better later on when you're a, a true PT, you know? Yeah. yeah, I think, oh, I was going to say, um, I think that's so important to have that mindset and really be focused, especially if you know PT is the profession that you want to get into, then you know, you're going to have to grind in undergrad. And then once you get into PT school, it's like, okay, I'm here. But this is, you're learning material for your career and, you know, just having that mindset switch as well from undergrad to grad school as well. And just saying like, all right, not playing any games anymore. Like I'm going all in for this, like you said, but that's so inspiring too. And that you just, you knew what your goal was and you were doing everything in your power to get there. Absolutely. Absolutely. It doesn't matter how windy that road was. <laughs> I just yeah. want to say, because there are a lot of people out there who are like, I, I fucked up in undergrad and they're like, what do I do now? And keep going. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have a inspiring story. Just a quick story. My, my friend, uh, he applied for DPT school and he got rejected. So he said, all right, um, I took all my prereqs and everything, right? Got rejected. Maybe it's not for me. 
I want to go dentistry. So then he took all those extra classes that he didn't take before, right? And then he applied for dentistry school, didn't get in again. And he applied for the third year in a row, third year, and then he finally got in. And so, you know, it's just for whoever's listening and it's like, you feel like, oh, this physics class or these prereqs or this chemistry, like lab is so long. It's like, yeah, but you know, that's what's going to differentiate you from the person next to you. And uh, that's what's going to get you selected to get an interview and then hopefully get into school. Yeah. And Gabby and I both took a year off. Like there are so many people who take time off. And I think honestly, I wouldn't have traded that time off for anything. I think it's so valuable. So how many years were between, uh, I guess it would be high school then, or whenever you dropped out initially to graduating PT, well, you're about to graduate PT school this year. Right. Um, so I, I dropped out when I was 18 and then I got into, I officially got into undergrad at 22 years old. I'm 26 now. So it's been, it's been a good amount of time and I just, I haven't taken any breaks. (laughs) So I'm pretty like, I want this year to end. And I just started (laughs) yesterday. (laughs) Yeah. And you said that you were starting your, this is your last year of PT school. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. So can you tell us a little bit about what you're doing in your third year and if you have any plans after graduation or yes so of course if you haven't known me by now I'm a person that likes to just I'm just I like to load my plate up and I just like to be doing things so of course um, it wouldn't come to a surprise that I got married a year ago or sorry a month ago (laughs) on December 1st 2018 Congrats. We just came back. Thank you. (laughs) We just came back from our honeymoon and we, uh, we just moved in together. And so it's been exciting trying to manage, uh, you know, being married for the first time and last time, um, moving in and learning how to live with somebody and a dog taco, right. (laughs) And still manage to uh, go to school and everything. So Uh, Yeah, that has my focus right now, for sure. Definitely my priorities. Uh, School is going, um, I have my capstone coming up in this year. So basically, we have to, you know, do our, it's kind of like whatever dissertation or, you know, the big paper research that you do at the end of your doctoral uh, studies. So we're all preparing for that. And so I'm kind of stressed, like, uh, what topic do I do? Like, what's out there? Like, it's just such a massive is just so like overwhelming and intense. Like I'm just like scared, you know, but you know, taking it day by day and then trying not to stress over it. I think that's important. And then after I graduate, I'm not sure. I, I definitely want to work uh, full time residency and fellowship. Uh, I might take a break from that and just start working. Um, especially because my wife is, uh, she's the, she's making the bacon. <laughs> so she's my sugar mama. So I got to, I got to, you know, pay her back a little bit, but I am working right now as well as a personal trainer and doing the challenge. So, you know, just always got to hustle. I got, you got to have a side hustle and if you can make money off of it, even better. Yeah. I think having something on the side is important and whether that be paid or unpaid, as long as you're doing what you love and it's a break from 
studying and it makes you happy, I think that's so important. Like anybody who's listening and you think, oh, I'm a student, like I need to get a job. If you have a semester where it's not as heavy, then choose a job that you want to do. Don't just do it for the money. Like, yes, mm -hmm. loans, it's a lot, but do it. That's going to benefit you in the future. And I think what you're doing is, is great. Do personal training online or in person? Oh, all the above. So I have my challenges and I also have clients on the side that still ask questions that I've had in the past. And then I'm also training in person as well. And then I, I just got started with that and I have no idea what this community is. So it's like, I'm starting from scratch on trying to get clients. So yeah, it's been a rough ride. Hey, but that's so cool that you've been doing this. And so tell us a little bit about like the origins of Lift for Change and kind of where you want it to go from here. Yeah, so Lift for Change, um, it's my brand that I, I just created. It's just, I, I just saw so much power and so much empowerment on what lifting like weights can do for somebody. So that's like basically, it's all centered around lifting weights, right? And I wanted to do it in a way that was non-threatening, um, non-hostile. I wanted to be inviting where males, females of all shapes, sizes, heights could feel comfortable uh, uh, believing in. And then the challenge is there because I realized um, just like when I told you how that coach was there for me to get me into college, it was that accountability. And I really believe a big roadblock and what I can really do to help impact people to get over that roadblock is to be accountable with them in a fitness perspective. And of course, overall, where it's not just working out, but it's also eating, sleeping, right? All of the above. Um, and then just helping them get better at just their status in wellness. You know, wellness is like everything. Yeah. And so you've been doing this for three years yeah, but uh, yeah, no, two, two. It's going to be three at the end of uh, May next year, I believe. Okay. Yeah. That's super cool, though. And I'm sure you've changed like so many lives and maybe you don't even realize it. Maybe it's not just from your in-person or online personal training, but through your social media and your YouTube and all of that. Yeah. You, you know, it's funny. It's like uh, we just had these uh, the first years at our school come in. And then so we haven't seen them. And then so I'm walking and then this guy goes, hey, lift for change. I'm like, what? And I walk up to him. He's like, I was like, do I know you? He goes, no, but I see your vlog. And, you know, like I've been watching them and it's really cool. I'm like, whoa, dude, what's your name, bro? Like, I want to know, you know? So it's, you know, it's crazy how like all this happened in the same week, how, you know, just through social media, especially through my YouTube channel, like I'm able to just meet so many great people. That is so cool how someone just came up to you and was like, I know you, you're left for change. That is so amazing. And now that you have that connection, uh, you said he was a first year student? Correct. Yeah, that, oh, that is incredible. That is so cool. Speaking of current PT students, do you give one piece, maybe a piece of advice for a current PT student or a student who has been accepted to school and they don't start until the fall? Any advice that you would give? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I think I wish somebody told me this when I was going through school. <sighs> I think, you know, we think like we're preparing and we're, we go through all, you know, like sweat and tears to get into school. We, we know the rigor of that. 
and then we're going into school thinking and anticipating this is a doctoral program i am going to have no sleep you know and you're you have this like expectation in your mind and you're already going into school thinking like that and i wish someone told me to not really sweat it too much because you are going to have time and you're here you're in school every single day like this is your life or whatever so um i would just say just relax you know like don't don't get so caught up about i gotta get the a i gotta get the a it's like no it's just you just learn what you can learn the concepts and then the details will come later and then like you know everyone says bees get degrees but honestly it's kind of true like just don't sweat about the a so much just learn as much as you can and relax but a little stress is good right just enough yeah exactly <laughs> yeah i think self-care is so important and as a pt student you will have time like you said and it's just all about how you utilize that time and that's why time management is so key especially as a as a grad student oh yeah oh yeah i would say most most of my endeavors were possible because i feel like time management is something i'm really really good at and do you have any tips for people who maybe think, man, I'm terrible at time management. Like what works for you or what do you think uh, would help somebody? Um, my best thing is I like to make a list of everything that I'm going to do in order. And you can go in detail of how, how much you want, which is like, you know, what, what area, what, what place you're going to be. Because, you know, you have daily duties like going to the grocery store and all that stuff too. So you don't want to go home and then rest and then go back out to get groceries and then come back home and then go to the gym. It's like, you want to try to maximize your time. So I like to list things down and kind of plan ahead on my day. Like we're having our session here. And then after I'm done, I already know what I'm going to be doing for the next like four hours. Right. So that's how I kind of function. And so I feel like if you kind of practice that habit, then life just becomes more a straight line instead of, you know, craziness. Yeah. And it's about expectations. Like, you know what you're about to be doing, you know what to expect for the next day or the next week or however you think about blocking your time out. So I had a question for you. Um, we don't have to put this out there if you don't want us to, but so how was planning a wedding if you were super involved in it during PT school? <laughs> um, when I was uh, in the you know craziness of it, like going planning up to it, people said, "I don't know how you're getting married in PT school." And you know, it's I would attribute most of that to my wife, 100. Um, percent I would say she did like 80 percent of the work while being full-time you know working and so just she's worked so hard and planned everything and then you know i was kind of just the one that said like yeah i want that or <laughs> no and then and then most of the time she'll just make the decisions anyway <laughs> <laughs> but um it actually kind of worked out just right because right after i finished my rotation or out I, I was in my rotation when it was leading up to it so there was no school right so it was just like work which was great and then i once i ended then i had the wedding right there and then we had a little break so we went on our honeymoon moved in and then we started school and then we you know were married so 
it kind of all fit right in. So you guys picked the perfect time. Yes, it was uh, just in time. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's just we just try to match it in as much as we could. Uh, could we have waited a year? Yes, but would I take it back? Absolutely not. And that's what I've heard from a lot of people too. Like getting married in PT school is more common than people might think. And I don't think there's any reason to hold back in anything in life because of PT school. Right, exactly. So you're going to stay in California, I'm guessing, after you graduate. Do you know, um, do you have an idea of like where you want to work or are you going to see how that goes as um, the year goes on? Yeah. Um, well, so that's another topic where it's like, after I graduate, you know, my wife and I were talking, we go, well, this is a great opportunity for both of us to possibly move out of state. I don't know. You know, like if we wanted to, like I live in Southern California and I grew up here, but I want to kind of witness and experience the four seasons, you know, and why <laughs> not when I'm young and why not while I'm just tied without any kids or anything like that. It's just me, my wife and taco. So why not? So we're, we're, we're kind of thinking about that, but you know, both our families are here as well. So we don't know if we might stay here. I don't know where I'm going to be, but I do know I do want to be in the outpatient ortho setting, like 100% outpatient ortho setting. That's great. Yeah. It's so comforting, not comforting. I know it's like uncomfortable to not know what's happening in the future, but then mm -hmm. again, there's just so many possibilities, you know? Yeah, exactly. Would you want to continue personal training on the side? And obviously you would still do look for change. Right, right. So, so of course, right. I have it all planned out. So I would like to, if I could work full time and at a PT clinic or maybe at a hospital, make some good money there and then uh, train out of my gym to have the clients come, or sorry, train out of my uh, garage, um, and then have clients come over to my garage, and then we train out of there to make some extra money. Um, and then we can do that on, you know, you just, you just need two hours before work, like at five and six, and then two hours after work, like at, uh, you know, five and six at night. And then just making a couple hundred bucks every night or every session, you know, that adds up, um, you know, in the big run. So, uh, I've been thinking about that um, or possibly opening up a physical therapy slash gym location, you know, and having maybe lift for change gym and physical therapy or something <laughs> like who knows. Um, I do know that lift for change is going to be there in the future. It's going to stay. I don't have any plans to uh, cancel it or anything like that. And it's to me, I created it in a way where I could be anywhere in the world and still continue live for change. So I think that was a smart move on my end when I started that. So I don't know, it's just, it's a year away. <laughs> so um, we'll just have to see when I, when, when it gets there. Yeah, but never give up live for change. I think what you're doing yeah. is amazing. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, you guys gotta get yeah. on the challenge. <laughs> what challenge do you have going on yeah. right now? So it actually started on Monday, but you guys could join the next round. So what the challenge, Lift for Change challenge is, it's an online like workout program. And so you get eight weeks. So two months is a commitment. 
and it's catered to whatever your fitness goals are. So if you want to get in shape, lose weight, tone up, uh, and then I ask you specifically, which muscle groups do you want to get stronger or get some more muscle in? And then like ladies might say like, oh, I want my butt to get bigger or my legs to get thicker. So it's like, okay. So then I customize the workout so that it's catered towards that. Now, as you go through the workout, um, we, you also log your calories because I give you a, an estimate on what your calories should be based on your goals. And you log your food and you try to meet that caloric goal. And then I could actually check out your diary to see what you're eating. So then evaluate and coach you on, okay, this was a good decision. Uh, maybe next time we can try replacing these with these instead or something like that. And then so you're coached on nutrition and kind of how you're eating a little bit based on um, my recommendations. And then, um, and then you do your workouts. It's pretty intense. It's a challenge. So it's five days a week. You're lifting weights. And then you're doing cardio four days a week, but only for 20 minutes. Those cardio sessions are steady state and also HIT, um, high intensity interval training, right? And then, so you do all the workouts, you do logging. And then um, if you do your workouts for the week, you get $10 in return. Okay. But in the beginning, you put down an $80 deposit. So that's, this is the accountability part. You put down 80 bucks and you do everything you're told, then you get 10 bucks back of your 80, right? So it's like, you're just getting your money back. And throughout this process, um, you have direct texting with me. So you're in direct connection with any questions. Uh, we have video chat sessions, three of them throughout the, throughout the challenge. And um, so that you can ask your personal questions. We can meet one-on-one -on -one like this. So it's a little bit more uh, personal, you know? And then from there, uh, we just get results. <laughs> I think that's so clever, you know, giving them the 10 bucks back, even though that's holding themselves accountable. I'm literally just the bank and I don't charge interest, but I offer you a service that's only helping you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, people get intimidated by it a little bit like, oh, I have to pay an, an initial fee and then another $80 deposit. That I think, you know, once they get into it, they realize like, oh, okay, like I'm earning my money back. It's just a way of holding me accountable. I yeah, like I think it. that, yeah, I know. I really like it. I think the accountability is so important, especially someone who wants that one-on-one -on -one time when you get, you know, workouts as well as nutrition and coaching from you. I think that's a awesome idea. Thank you. Yeah. And then um, it's, and when you transition into physical therapy, it's kind of the same because, you know, you might have some of your patients that don't exercise. So, you know, maybe you got to think of creative ways to keep them accountable. You know, obviously don't take their money in the, in the clinic, but, you know, it's just, it's, it's the same thing. Physical therapy and personal training is like, I feel like they're so interconnected that I like, I'm baffled how there are so many DPTs that are not training on the side it's you you should do it it's like such good money and then people need it you need to go out there and change the world get people moving right as physical therapists we we advocate for movement for health for wellness so you know that's a way that you can impact people even though you're just a student um, get a certification it's really easy and then go go train some people if you feel like that's something that you always desire to do um, it just helps promote our profession even more you know 
Agreed. I, I think people definitely should be doing that on the side. I do that on the side as well. And yeah. it's like amazing, you know, you're helping so many people change their own lives. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But yes. Thank you so much for coming on. So where can people find you on social media or contact you if they have questions? Yeah, uh, Live for Change is my at me <laughs> tagline, whatever it is. <laughs> so if you look up L-I-F-T-F-O-R-C-H-A-N-G, Live for Change, uh, look at, up all that stuff. If you are looking into the challenge, you can look up Live for Change, LFC.com. And then uh, you'll go to my website and then it'll have all that information for you up there. Perfect. Thanks awesome. again, Justin, for popping on and chatting with us for like the last hour. We appreciate it so much. Hey, it was a, it was a great time. It was a great experience. It was great meeting both of you. And uh, I hope our friendship can continue and that we can continue to uh, grow our profession together. Of course. Yeah. So we would love to hear um, what you're doing within this year, especially as it gets closer to graduation. Thanks for listening to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our Instagram and Facebook page linked in the description.